Hello and welcome to the AIS Training Hall as the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network joins you once again. We're covering the AIS versus the Canberra Transact Capitals, their first away game of the season. Both teams tonight being on 1-0 and after the first round of matches. Michelle Hocking joining me, Craig Ravel, for the call of the game tonight and it should be an exciting one. This tall AIS side is mixed with youth and one year's experience in the WNBL and it is really focusing down now to being a battle of youth versus experience and Paul is the go for the court tonight. It is, I mean the AIS certainly have a lot of size this year, or this season I should say, and um, you know they'll be wanting to use that to their advantage, they're going to be fit, young, enthusiastic, but probably inexperienced and the Capitals experience I think will show through tonight and uh, be the... Uh, the thing that determines the game. Yes, well, I think the uh, Capitals, one change in the lineup that I can see, Kira Shields not suiting up tonight. She's uh, standing on the other side of the bench in the uh, Cat- Canberra Transact Capitals uh, polo shirt. So, obviously, uh, Coach Graff deciding not to run with her tonight after, uh, well, an interesting debut last week, uh, getting her first. Uh, well, I've got down here point one, uh, 13 seconds of the game, but I'm sure she was out there. Oh, we have an injury in that. the warm-up. Ginger, Jess Bibby's gone down. I hope that's not going to put her out for the game. She went down hard. She's, she's uh, looking in a bit of pain. Yeah, that's happened uh, as we speak. She's just limping away. She's put her hand up in the air, brushed off the uh, trainers. The Caps showing plenty of concern <laughs> just going on with their warm-up. As I did say last uh, last week in the commentary, Jess Bibby's renowned for the time she spends off the court with injury, so hopefully that's not the way that she's going to start this season with the Cats. Back to Kira. She has 13 seconds last week in well, her first game no, of the WNBL. In fact, it's uh, t- 3 minutes 12 well, seconds, so something hasn't transferred properly on the uh, on the spreadsheet there. We'll okay. get to the bottom of it eventually. I can see what it is. No, I can't see what it is, but uh, anyway... 13, uh, 3 minutes 12 was the uh, time that she spent out on the court last week and they were important minutes for the Canberra Transact Capital. Absolutely, and I mean last week was a good opportunity for Carrie to give everyone some court time. There's some new faces in the Transact Capitals lineup this season, some with no WNBL experience, um, new players coming in. I was impressed with Abby Bishop last last week. She did a great job on the boards and that's going to be a big um, job for her this season to help Tracy Beattie out on the boards. We've gone from being a very big uh, front line to a, well, pretty mediocre size sort of front line. So we'll be expecting both Caitlin Cunningham and Abby Bishop who have come out of the AIS to take on some of that workload under the boards for us. Importantly for Kelly Abrams, didn't take long to get her first win as the new captain of the side and what a few years it's been for Kel. She's gone from uh, quitting the program to now becoming captain of it. That's right. I mean, Kelly, you know, she is a a, a great player, fantastic defensive player and she can shoot the ball from the perimeter extremely well and she's smart and experienced. You know, she had, um, I mean, she's come through the AIS program and one of the things that, you know, you have to think about is they come into the AIS program at 15 years of age, they're on the court four hours a day, every day of the week and it becomes tiring and sometimes they just burn out a bit and, um, you know, there's probably a bit of an issue with the coach that particular season and and she needed some time off and came back fresh and I think it's done a great job of um, basically relaunching her career following that. Well, the teams are being introduced at the moment. The lineup: Cunningham, Hurst, 
playing her 101st regular season game, her 112th, I think, 13th in her WNBL career that has been stagnated for two years there, but back in this team and playing a major role now. It's Peter Sinclair who we'll be seeing a lot more minutes from this year. Abby Bishop, of course, who's going to be a, a, a big role inside for the Caps. Jess Bibby, who uh, is recovered from that uh, tumble in the warm-up. Then it's, uh, well, Michaela Dalgleish. Good to see her making her second start in the defence jobs, WNBL. Kelly Abrams, Tracy Beattie, Kylie Lange, of course, uh, for those of you joining us for the first time. Kylie Lange, Kylie Gwyther. She was married during the off-season, so we've had a name change there. And Tully Bevelacqua is the Capitals tonight. Carla Francis, Jamie Kennedy, Ellie Menu, Elise Ironmonger, Rebecca Schatz, Molly Lewis, Llewellyn Tomlinson, Emma Langford, Katie Esri, and Nikki Mar- uh, Nikita Martin, Marina Tulo, and Maya Newley are the lineup for the AS. We pause now, listen to the coaches, what they have to say as we hear at the stadium, listen to the national anthem. Well, Dean Kisman, coming off the back of uh, your first win of the AS program, your boys for the Capitals tonight. Yeah, this would be a great test for us. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, we're up against the quality opposition. Uh, good coaching staff, good guards, um, got a couple of good bigs in the middle. So it's a really good step forward for us to see where we're at as a group. Um, so, yeah, we look forward to the game. You've got a genuine tall team here, which is a big advantage in this league. Certainly. The league is probably a little bit smaller than it has been in, the, in previous years. A uh, number of players playing overseas. Uh, so it gives our girls a bit of an opportunity to, to show what they can do in there. And we are, we are big in all sports, actually. So it all stands well for us, particularly when we're heading towards the Worlds next year. Of course, a side like the Capitals that can go small down back on you does mean that they've got a couple of courts, even though they are big girls that can work inside for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting matchups today. Uh, you can see you know, a lot of their smalls versus our talls and, and that's what pressure they apply to us and how we handle it and then what we can do to them to disrupt their, uh, their up and down the court tempo. So it, it, there's a couple of interesting scenarios that could unfold in the game. So uh, hopefully we're in there for the 40 minutes. That's our aim. So uh, we'll see where we're at the end of it. And the goal out of, at the end of it, what, do you, what have you told the girls you expect from it? Oh, our, our goal all year, we've established three of them. One is to compete for 40 minutes. Uh, to be physical for 40 minutes and uh, to deal with the difficult times. Um, so, you know, that, that's really where the runs are against you and uh, hey, what you do to adjust to hang in there and, and get yourself going again. So uh, that's what we measure ourselves on at the end of that. At the end of the game, we'll uh, evaluate ourselves on those three areas. And if we, uh, we felt like last week we had a tick in each one of those, and that's, that, in the end of the day, you've got to say the line. Well, you've beaten one of last year's grand finalists. You get a chance to go for the other one tonight. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Thanks. Well, Coach Graff, up against the students, and uh, one of the genuine tall teams in this league. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're one of the teams that probably out, it's better for our inside game. We match up well against them inside. They've got good size, but so do we. So I think it makes it easier for our inside players tonight to, to play their normal style of game than having to chase around, you know, mobile 3 4 types. Well, the other thing is they are young, so even though you have got some wheels in your guard, they're not going to tire, you would expect, as easily as what some of the bigger teams would. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we've got that good mix this year. We've got, you know, a mosquito fleet and some giants up front, and, and I think we can apply extreme pressure for the whole whole game. I know they're, they're one down on one of their guards, so we can have Tully and Bibby and, and Abrams and Hurst up the floor the entire game and, and try and wear them down and use our quicks there and then try and pound it inside at the other end. Importantly for Abby Bishop, first time up against the AS in a, in a championship game. So how have you worked with her during the week? 
Yeah, look, I mean, uh, you know, we've just talked to Ab about playing her own game. You know, focus on she's got to do a better job at locking down Francis. I think Francis had the better of her in the preseason game. And, you know, I think it was good for her to have that preseason game. She got out of the way and she's just got to focus on running the floor, rebounding and locking up Francis and let the rest of the game come to her. And, you know, I think once she gets this one under her belt, I think it'll, you know, help springboard her for the rest of her season. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, mate. Well, the coaches are both primed for a big game. I made a mistake in the uh, introductions there because Jamie Kennedy injured us the attic nerve during trading during the week. And uh, she is, uh, yes, yeah, sitting on the bench there. The ambassador for the defence jobs WNBL AIS team. And uh, interesting to see Lorraine Landon's made the trip down from Basketball Australia, just sitting in the front row. She's got great seats there to be watching this game. Sitting down at the AIS end. So... Uh, well, well, perhaps just basketball being the winner as always when there's a defence job WNBL <laughs> game on as far as Lorraine's concerned. Exactly. But uh, some posters being handed out tonight. I know a lot of the listeners to uh, the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network uh, love the memorabilia and uh, the congratulations to the defence job Opal's uh, flyer here with a, uh, a photo of all the girls with their championship medals and trophies uh, uh, what was, uh, well, being given out to the uh, fans who made their way, the long journey from uh, the normal home ground, the AS Arena, to the training, training hall, hall to watch the, uh, the AAS home game tonight. There were a few people still wandering in up at the, uh, tr- at the um, arena when I came past, so I think there might be a few just making the trek down now. Well, we're a minute and a half away from the start of this Game 4 match in the Defence Jobs WNBL Craig Ravel and Michelle Hocking bringing you all the action for what should be an interesting clash. I'll be interested to see who steps into uh, the starting role because uh, with the AIS one guard down with uh, Kennedy out, that is going to mean they're needing someone to step up because uh, Katie Ray had such a big season last year. She uh, was, well, quite confident at carrying the ball up for them, so... Yeah, and there'll be a lot of pressure on Katie Ray tonight. I mean, the Capitals, um, when you look at compare the two groups, you'd probably have to say that the guard spots is where they have the uh, edge over the AIS, and she'll be under a lot of pressure. Um, Tully Bevelacqua, Kelly Abrams, they'll be working her over all night. So, And, and they know um, the AIS team so very well that they scout and they, and they know the way that they play. So um, I think it'll be a difficult job for Katie tonight, but she's really equipped herself well last season. She had an impressive season um, for a debut season and I think there'll be a lot of expectation on her this season. Good crowd in here at the training hall and uh, interesting, one of the changes we've seen this year at the uh, AIS training hall is that the bench is gone from below the scorers there. They're using seats at either side of the team's benches to uh, sub in. So uh, a slight change to the way that the game will be played. The, uh, the players don't have to sit on that very low bench <laughs> below the scoring team. And uh, probably a good sign. It will be Francis uh, starting up against Bishop in the centre. Also with Tulo and uh, just looking at Ebsri. I think I can see out there. Yes, I can. In the 12, Ebsri's back to me there. Of course, uh, Bibby Beatty. Bishop, Bevelacqua and Abrams, the same starting lineup as the first outing for the Canberra Transact Capitals. Yeah, and we wouldn't expect Carrie to be making changes to a starting group at this point in time. Rebecca Schatz is also out there for the AS. I think I've got all five covered. No, I'm missing one. Llewellyn Tomlinson is the fifth. So Francis Schatz, 
Tomlinson, Esri Polo, Francis gets the tap to Esri into the front court and Esri sets up for the AIS immediately. Good work right side to Francis, she's on the arc, right side, drives in, bounce pass inside, gets it over to Tulo, Tulo drives the baseline but it doesn't fall and it was Beattie doing the clean up. Abrams over the top, long pass to Bishop, and Bishop gets the first point against her former side. That was a great feed from Kelly Abrams. She put just the right amount of pressure on that pass. It's Tulu now getting the ball at half court. Goes right side over to Martin. Okay, so I've got, I've obviously missed someone there because they haven't subbed anyone in. No. So Martin is out there in the 13, and I've got one too many players. <laughs> Okay, bounce pass. Oh, oh no, Tomlinson, that's it. I've uh, misseen one of uh, the players. Going inside again, the Caps get the turnover. Oh, shot. good pressure from Bibby. Oh, bit of a soft call to start the game, I would say, but I always think that from the referees. So <laughs> probably an accurate call. <laughs> In fact, uh, perhaps they have had a sub there because Tomlinson's got the water bottle out and does look like she had had a run. So... <laughs> I'll have to have a look. It's Esri carrying the ball down. Go of Tully Bevelacqua watching her closely. Goes right side. Oh, Tolo and Martin running into each other. Esri goes again. Drives down the left lane. Loop pass over to Martin, but she's had a foot on the sideline. And the uh, tri-coloured sideline here catching out one of the home teams. Yeah, I think it's the defensive pressure that the Capitals are putting them under. They're really forcing them wide to receive. Bevelacqua drives baseline, tries to reverse the layup. It's in there by Tolo, who gets the intercept on Bevelacqua. But unfortunately, the pass going towards shots is just a bit too hot. And it's going to... Uh, sorry, it was intercepted that time, wasn't it, by Kel Abrams. So AIS gets the ball back. Esri going over the top to Martin. Martin now on the left side, brings it back to the centre, kicks it right side to shots. Shots over the top. Oh, Beatty reaching in from behind. She was talking to me during the week and said she's got to get used to this three-ref system. Well, she does. And Tracy fouling out last week was not a good start for the season for her because we're going to need her to play big minutes. And if she gets into foul trouble early, it's going to create problems. So she really needs to focus on that. So Beatty and Bibby both with fouls. Inside, Tolo puts up the shot off the glass. Beatty cops a second personal foul. So already Beatty in trouble again. And... Uh, well, like I said, we talked about it during the week, so she's well aware of the problem. Mm, she is, and, and she's experienced enough to know that she doesn't really need... She's got the size to be able to put players under enough pressure that they'll have to change their shot. Um, she used her body well then down in the paint, and um, Tolo just used her body well and got uh, beat out of position and forced the foul. So that's good to see from a young player. Tolo missing the first free throw, the second one hits the back of the eye. Oh Beatty gets crashed to the ground. Must have been her own player that did it. Bibby through heavy traffic. She's going to go all the way. Layup doesn't drop. And Tolo playing a big game here. She's getting worked hard by Bishop. Well, Bishop would know her game. Shots gets the outlet pass at the half. She brings it over now. It's Kel Abrams watching her. Goes to the top. Martin kicks it left side to Esri. Esri now with Bevelacqua. Takes Bevelacqua on. Tries to cut the pass, but Bishop gets in there. Oh, Esri gets a slap on Bishop. Bishop wasn't ready for that. Bevelacqua will have to bring it down now. Goes right side to Bibby on the wing. Back to the centre and Beattie will take control. Goes left side to Bevelacqua. Back to the centre. Abrams. Pull up jump shot from the right el from the left elbow. Rings out and it shots now who returns it down. Oh, it is uh, Abrams making up for it with a slap away. Bevelacqua gets it back and Bishop will draw the foul out of Francis 
who will send Bishop to the line? The um, AIS is struggling against the defensive pressure of the Canberra Capitals, but the Capitals haven't made um, the most of the opportunities that they're creating. They've not been able to convert many of those opportunities. But it, it, you know, if they keep this amount of pressure up and the AIS don't start to adapt to it, then it could be a very long night. I would think they'd have probably about half a dozen turnovers at this point in the game. Abby Bishop has made her first. She knows these rings a month ago. She was playing for this team. <laughs> That's right. Bishop makes the first, second one's on its way, it looked good. First one was all net, the second one just rattled around a little bit before it went in and Bishop has scored all four for the Capitals against her old side. It's across the half, Esri now, oh has it tapped away, it's Ma yeah, Esri has it tapped away by Bevilacqua but the pressure from Esri gets Bevilacqua too far under and the layup doesn't fall. They bring it back the AIS, left side Francis, Drives over the top, goes to the baseline, reverse layup by shot, doesn't go, but the foul has been called on, uh, on um, Kel Abrams, and that is her first personal foul. It's also interesting because uh, the three refs working here, and it's working in favour of the AIS. I know Coach Brown would be uh, listening to this going, how come that never happened in the 12 years I was here? That's right, and I think it's going to take some time for everyone to adjust to the three ref system in the WNBL. But, you know, that's the Capitals' fourth team foul. They're only two and three quarters minutes into this um, quarter. Carrie's going to have to, you know, get these girls playing with some discipline at the defensive end. They've been soft fouls. You can't afford to do that in this league. Scores 4-2 after Schutz makes both of the free throws. Abrams brings it down the left wing, gives it to Bibby. Lobs over the top, looking for Bishop inside. Francis gets in the... Sorry, Tolo gets in the way. It gets out to Esbury. It's tapped away by Bevel Aqua. Bibby drives down, pulls up the right elbow, rolls around it will drop. Six points to two, Caps favour. Again, it's another defensive pressure, the turnover from the AIS, and that time the Capitals are able to convert. Bringing it back, the AIS shots goes right left side to Martin. Over the top, it goes to Tolo. Shots cutting baseline, drives into Bibby. She knocks herself to the floor and Bibby's got her second personal. So the AIS playing a smart game here, getting some of the most experienced players up onto uh, foul trouble in the... Uh, well, within the first four minutes of the quarter. Exactly, and they are playing smart. They're being, they're staying positive. They're, they're giving the ball up quite a bit in the back court, but when they actually get it into their half court and into the front court, they're able to um, actually put the ball on the floor and penetrate, and they're creating some good opportunities. They go on the foul line, you know. It's an easy way to play the game. If you can get to the line and knock down easy points, hey, let's do it all night. The Capitals need to focus. Well, Schotts has made uh, all four free throws. She scored all the points for the AIS here. They trail by two at the moment. It's Hurst who's also come into the game along with Kylie Lange in the 32. Bevelacqua gets it from the corner inside to Bishop, outside to Abrams who drives down to the baseline. Oh, great defense there by the AIS who have just got a touch on that one. So it's gone over the baseline. Caps will get the inbound pass with eight seconds left. And... Uh, it looks like the uh, AIS just making a, a quick substitution there. Martin out and uh, coming in is Newley. Inbound pass to Bishop. That's the old Jackson play and Bishop is good enough to make the basket. Nice work by Bishop. She got the girl in the air. Fakes it, got her in the air and just drove past her and easy two. Eight four as we're on full court pressure here by good the Capitals. Good defense. Oh, Hurst and Bevel Ackwood working hard. Newey's on the ground. Almost got into a jump ball situation as Hurst was on the ground crawling. But Francis, oh, great move down on the baseline in heavy traffic. Good, 
good hustle and um, competition for that ball, and Naos came up with it, and great job to take it at the bucket and make that one. Francis goes to two points for the game as the Caps trying to go hard. Bevel Aqua driving just through very heavy traffic. She has drawn the foul on, I think, Newley. I'll have to double-check if that was on to the 21. And it was, so that's Newley's first personal foul. And, well, it will send Bevel Aqua to the line. They lead by two points at the moment with two shots to come. Capitals keep needing to take the ball at these girls, penetrate hard, draw the second line of defence, but they need to get some targets. They are big, so if our guards are penetrating and drawing the big defence, they need to have people stepping into the holes underneath. Well, Bevelacqua makes the first. Second one's all net, and the Caps are out to a four-point lead. Ten points to six with 5.44 left to go in the first term. It is Lewis who's come out in the substitution rotation along with Menu. Oh, what a great pass from Lewis. She got the cut from Menu and Menu gets her first two points of the game. Nicely executed play. Was indeed. Caps with her setting up. 10-8 is the score. 5-22. Abrams drives the left lane. Nowhere to go. Backs away. Bounce pass into Gwyther. And Gwyther has put in a nice way up and Francis is, uh, well, she's they're protesting, but nothing she could do about that. Gwyther, now Lange, Lange um, really, so, yeah. really come along in the last couple of seasons. I think, you know, being a, a bit of a training bait, if you like, against the Jackson and what have you, really develops your game. You've got to learn to make some nice, strong moves and use your body well in the paint. And that was demonstrated on that move there. Yeah. Oh, another turnover by the AIS in the backcourt. Lange making the bonus, moves him up to 13-8. to Lange with the ball at the baseline, kicks it back to Abrams. Now left side to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua takes on Lewis, bounce pass to Lange. Lange in the paint. Oh, just couldn't get it to drop. Slapped away by the AAS and Hurst runs it down before the half. Hurst sets up. 20 seconds left on the shot clock now. 4.55 in the game. Hurst bounce pass to Lange. Comes around, takes it off her. Gets a good screen, then goes to Bevelacqua. Abrams for three. Rattles out and Menu has taken the rebound, but she's being called for a pushing foul on Bishop. So it was all going the AIS's way for a while there, but now it's just turned around for the moment. That's right. They really haven't made the most of the um, putting the Capitals into foul trouble early. So, um, you know, Capitals are playing a little bit smarter defensively, but they really should have made a little bit more of that opportunity. Hurst got the inbound pass, goes down to the baseline, finds Bishop. She kicks it out to Abrams. Abrams drives in. Oh, Bishop just at the baseline. She just backed away out of the key, came back in, got the hot pass straight back, and Bishop moves to eight points for the game. Exactly right. Kelly penetrated the foul line, drew the defence, and she stepped into the hole behind. Langford also out there now for the AAS. She had the ball, gave it up to Esri, then got it on to New. And new eternal round jump shot from the right lane was good. She's had a couple of nice moves early in the early on in her minutes, so that's good to see. Second season for Newey came into the program. I think it was fairly late last year. Oh, layup from the baseline, Natalie Hurst. The points count and the foul will send her to make the bonus. That was great balance. She really took a solid bump but was able to retain her balance and just get a nice soft shot off. Finished it off to go to the foul line. It's not often that Nat Hurst missed the foul shot. Well, the AIS calling for a timeout here just as uh, the momentum that they were building there has fallen away in the last few moments. And that's exactly why Jake Kinsman would have called this timeout. He wants his girls to regroup. He'll refocus them. They're young and fairly inexperienced. So he'll be talking to them about what they were doing well early on in the game and trying to get them to refocus on doing those things. 
for the Capitals, I think they've um, adjusted a little bit. They've, you know, they've come out early on, putting a lot of pressure on in the backcourt and creating some turnovers, which is what they need to continue to do. But they probably, in the um, half-court game, were probably a little lacked a bit of discipline. I think you know they've, they've now um, got that under control, and you know they're out by seven. That's reasonable, um, and they'll probably just want to build on that. Yeah, Bibby and also Beatty on two personal fouls apiece with Abrams and also. Bishop on one apiece. Then you have two for Kayla Francis and then one apiece for Manu, uh, also Esri and Nui in the AIS camp. So much healthier position foul-wise for the AIS as they have called for their first timeout of the half here with four minutes and five seconds left to play in the first quarter. 17 to 10 is the score here at the AIS Training Hall. Capitals basketball here on sportradio.com.au and it will be Hurst to go for the line. Uh, Keen, Dean Kinsman trying to ice the shooter perhaps, but uh, we saw Coach Graff trying to ice uh, Nat Hurst last week and it didn't work. And once no. again, it was all there. <laughs> So, 18 points to 10 as the full court pressure again by the Capitals. Has the AS working hard to get it out of the backcourt. Down the right wing, Newey just couldn't get the pass from Esri. Just a little bit too wide and the Caps will force the turnover. Bevelacqua to bring it back now. It's been a fast-paced game, that is for sure. Bevelacqua down the right wing, has Hurst in the corner, gives it to her. I want to see Kylie Lange start an outside game here. She hasn't had a shot in the uh, price att- in the defence jobs WNBL career when I was going through the stats this week. So ball out over the baseline as uh, Lange just couldn't get a hold of it. And it will be the AIS to bring it in, working it out between Langford and Esri. Oh, Langford, she could drive all the way. I don't think Bishop had taken position yet. Langford getting picked up by Bishop that time. And she will uh, have, well, wouldn't that be the... That would be, uh, well, the five-team foul. The 15 foul. The, wouldn't that send it to the line? I think they've just realised that third, now. Uh, Bishop's second personal foul and the sixth for the term. So it will send Langford to the line to shoot two. Bishop will have to sit down and that brings Caitlin Cunningham back out onto her, uh, well, her former club's but uh, Cunningham didn't leave in the controversy that perhaps Bishop did at the beginning of this season. <laughs> she true. left at the end of the program. Exactly. Good news. Langford making the first and the second. <laughs> and the AAS really shooting well from the charity strike. They are. And there's you know, three and a half minutes to go in this quarter. If they can get a couple of stops and uh, make a couple of conversions, this would be a nice little position for them to be in. Cunningham at the top, goes left side to Abrams, then puts up the screen. Abrams drives down to the free throw line and banks it in. She gets the first points of the game. Sorry. Oh, lobbed over the top that time from Lewis. Gets it home to Langford. Langford, 18-foot jump shot, rings out. Cunningham doing the rebounding. It was rugby there for a moment. A jump ball's being called, and it's going to go the way of the Capitals. The Capitals, like their defence at the moment, they're looking just a little bit disorganised. We're getting beaten in the backcourt. We've got some players out there who aren't quite 
as um, good at containing in the back court, and they're getting beat, and we're not getting our help rotation happening as effectively as we should, so they'll need to work on that. 20 points to 12, Hurst drives down the left lane, almost lost the handle on it, goes inside to Lange, Lange banked in the key for a while there, eventually gets it outside to Abrams, goes inside to Cunningham, oh, turnaround jump shot, doesn't fall, Manu picks it up, goes immediately on the shot, so gets it on to Newey, Newey, oh, hard work, and she's been called for a charge as Abrams had taken position. So Newey was taking the ball, falling, and put up the shot. Shot didn't fall, but she just fell into Abrams, which is what the foul was called for. Yes, Abrams had position there. Newey's second personal foul. Remembering they're a guard short, that's important that uh, they don't get guards into foul trouble. Abrams, well, she fakes the three-point shot. Bibby's back out on the floor now for the Capitals. Drives baseline, reverse layup, and there was a hand in there. I think Rebecca Schatz has put the hand up in there. Coach Kingsman isn't happy about it at all. He's up and animated, and it will be a bonus for the number 11 of the Canberra Transat Capitals, Jess Bibby, who goes to four points with a shot to come. It was a nice reverse lay-in by Jess Bibby there. She's coming off 31 points last week, so she'll be looking to continue to score with frequency. Rattled out, yes. 22-12, 10-point lead here as we go to 2 minutes, 18 seconds. Shots on the left wing, lobs over the top, gives Langford a job to do. In fact, it gives Polo a job to do. Goes back out to shots. Lob, it doesn't hit the uh, basket, it doesn't hit the ring at all. Langley eventually comes out of the wrestling match. Abram kicks it quickly to Hurst. Hurst reverse layup is too hard on the glass, but Cunningham's there. Cunningham rebounding hard, and Newey has picked up a third foul as the shot does count, and it will be Cunningham to go to the line. Looks like uh, Kingsman will have to get Newley out. I would imagine that that's what's happening right now. That was a Good um, fast break transition. Lange did a great job of hustling for the ball under the basket down there. Picked it up off the floor. Quick outlet out to Abrams, Abrams who found Hurst, drove hard, and Cunningham followed up and got the scraps. It's great transition basketball. Abrams sits down as Cunningham takes the shot, rattles it in, and Cunningham to three points for the game. So Cunningham ma- making good moves up and down the court too because there is an injury concern on Caitlin in Tolo, oh Tolo on Caitlin, just rolls around her and puts it in. She's showing some really good form down in the paint, she's making some nice back to basket moves so that's good to see. Nice size, nice athleticism. Hurst, Cunningham, Bevilacqua inside to Lange to Bibby and Bibby puts it in for two. Great vision from Lange there, she's a big girl, she's right under the basket but spotted uh, Bibby under there as well and made a nice that's a foul on Tully Bevilacqua. That's going to put the AIS on the line. They'll make some points in bedtime. Yes, 20, 1 minute 28 seconds there. Tully was not happy with uh, giving that foul away. She knew it was all her. That's uh, her first personal. And uh, already the 6-8 uh, of the game against the Capitals. Well, Tolo makes the first. As the second is on its way, it goes off the back of the iron. Oh, good work there from Ironmonger, but unfortunately the AIS turn it over as Langford pass goes to Hurst and eventually Esri, I think, has reached in on Hurst and uh, that will send Hurst to the line. Yep, Esri getting the foul. That will be her, by my count, it'll be her first. I'll just double-check the board it is. 
hopefully this won't be a minute and a half of people walking from one end to the foul line to the other shooting foul shots. <laughs> well, when the, players are, basketball. when the players are hitting them, though, they're not complaining <laughs> because it's true. all going on the stat sheet. And Nat Hurst, yep, she's made all three so far tonight. As, oh, just almost a travel there by Martin. Travel there? Yeah, it was. It was Ironmonger who just... Uh, just got into a bit of a skip there before she uh, was able to either dribble or kick the pass. Yeah, the AIS are making a lot of easy turnovers. Um, Capital's defensive pressure is contributing to that, but they really should be a little bit safer. Bevelacqua down the right wing, inside to Lange on the lane, goes outside to Hurst, bounce pass to Bishop. Double team Bishop, Lange had to work baseline as Bishop didn't go for the basket, tried to outlet it. Schatz now down the right wing, has to pull up at Bibby, lobs it over the top to Langford. Langford kicks it back to Schatz. Shots now with Bibby watching her still. Goes outside to Martin. Martin then gets it on to Langford who's cut right around and it will drop. Bishops have got a fourth foul and Tolo has picked up her fifth point for the game. She's doing a fantastic job down there in the paint. She's really using her body well. She's making long, nice strong posts and the players are feeding the ball to her. She's using her body well and just going hard to the basket. And that's what you want these kids to do. Just go at it. Good to see. Marian Tolo puts up the bonus and it's six points now for her for the game. 18 plays 29, so still an 11-point break, but the AAS are fighting it out. It's Bevelacqua being watched hard by Martin. Bevelacqua gets a screen from Bishop, then dumps it off to Bishop, who's in the paint. She's trapped, has to outlet to Hurst. Hurst drives into the paint, then bounce pass over to Bibby, who thought about three, but Schutz got to her quickly. Schutz, though, defence was, just gave her room. Lange and Schutz wrestling for it, and Schutz is going to be called for her second personal. It is going, we're not going to have any players left at this rate. <laughs> well, what are we up to now for fouls? We're three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fouls on the AAS and it is nine now on the Capitals. Well, the AIS Capitals uh, clashes are traditionally physical encounters, so we wouldn't expect that. It doesn't matter what group's coming in, what group's leaving, it's always a physical encounter, so we expect that. But, you know, the Capitals need to adjust. They're more experienced than the AIS and they should be uh, able to adjust to this and, and get themselves out of this foul situation. 12 seconds left to go in the first quarter. 30 plays, 18 as Lewis kicks it left side to Langford. Langford's pull-up jumper, 18 foot, misses everything. Bibby does the securing and at half court puts up the speculator. It hits the backboard. <laughs> but time's up in the first term and it is the Capitals leading 30 points to 18 here on Capitals Radio on sportradio.com.au and Michelle, your thoughts on a up and down first quarter for the Caps? Yeah, look, I think the, the Capitals um, started a little uh, scratchily. They, you know, that defensive pressure was good and they were creating a lot of opportunities for themselves, uh, but unfortunately weren't converting them early on in the quarter. As they got into the rhythm, they continued to create the opportunities through their defensive pressure and started to make some conversions. At the defense, at one thing they do need to focus on, when they actually get the ball, the AAS are getting the ball into the front court, they're actually getting relatively easy feeds into their post. So they need to extend the pressure on the passer, put them under a bit more pressure so they're not seeing those as easily. At the offensive end of the floor, they've just got to continue to take the ball to the rack 
which they're doing relatively well, but they've got to have people going to the hole with them so that when they actually penetrate that foul line, they've got players stepping in behind the defence as they draw them to themselves. So, you know, overall, I think Carrie would be reasonably happy with that. A bit more discipline at the defensive end, keeping the hands out so we're not getting into some foul situations. But other than that, she'd be reasonably happy with this outing so far. What about Dean Kingsman? Well, I think Dean would be talking to the girls about um, looking after the ball better. You know, they're making some a lot of turnovers. I'd be thinking they've probably got around eight turnovers for this quarter, and a lot of that has just been purely not adjusting to the pressure, you know, stepping out of bounds, travel, that sort of stuff. So, you know, the girls have just got to focus. They've got to help each other out a bit more than they are and a little bit more communication. You know, having said that, you've got a Jess Bibby and a Tully Bevelacco hustling up there. They're the Kelly Abrams, you know renowned for their defensive pressure and uh, so they just have to uh, work through that offensive end of the floor when they get in the half court keep going to Tolo she's doing a great job down there in the paint so you know get the ball get some ball reversal happening and find her in the paint and the way she better work she's doing a great job I don't have the stats from last week's game but I think you've got them there I've got them right here for Tolo who uh, had her debut well, she didn't get. She hit both her field shots and then one from two at the line to score five points. So she's more than uh, equaled her first up performance in the first quarter of a second game of Defence Jobs WNBL. The AIS will have the inbound pass. Shots kicks it to the backcourt to Esri. Esri has Tolo out there. Hurst just slapping the ball away from her, but she's able to gather it back up. Esri at the baseline. Bishop goes for the rejection and I think has been called on the foul. That is... Yes, that is her fourth personal foul. I think Coach Graff has... Well, no, she's going to sub her for Langy, so... Um, Langy. Oh, yeah, I've got her on a third, so, okay. I thought I had her on the fourth. But Esri, missing the first. 30 to 18. You need to make these when you're down by 12. And she makes the second one. So, Bevelac will bring it back. All right. And bounce pass down the wing to Hurst, back to Bevelacqua, over to Beattie. Beattie right side to Abrams. Abrams had it slapped away for a moment by Langford, then tries to wrong footer with a screen from Beattie. No, Abrams right. goes herself and gets it in. She was under a lot of pressure, pushed off balance and made, made that. That was a tough, tough um, penetration to finish off. Bevelacqua slapping the inbound pass back. Making it hard as the full court pressure continues here by oh, the Capitals. And Rebecca Schatz has just driven shoulder first through Bevelacqua. And, uh, well, that will be her third personal. Yeah, Tully just read that beautifully, got position early and uh, drew the foul. So, once again, Schatz normally playing in the backcourt there and... AIS one down in the backcourt at the start of the game, as we mentioned, with Kennedy's, uh, well, sciatic nerve problem. So, a couple of subs. So, Lewis and Martin coming in for shots and Langford. Francis coming in for Ironmonger as well. Going for a bit more experience out there as Inbound pass goes to Bevelacqua. Bounce pass to Lange in the left lane. Beattie has the ball slapped away but comes back for it. Goes back to Abrams. Abrams lobs over the top to Beattie. Beattie in the paint. Gets it up there and it will be Tolo's first personal foul. 
So in that first quarter, she scored six points, and in a game where fouls were being called left, right and centre, she hadn't given one away. And that's good. I think the thing that was happening in the first quarter, though, too, was didn't have someone of Tracy Beatty's size out there to try and compete with. So, you know, this makes it a little bit more difficult for the young um, big for the AIS. They've got someone who's got some size advantage on them, and they'll have to adjust to that to be able to stop her. Beatty makes the extra, and it is now only uh, Peter Sinclair who hasn't had any court time along with Dalgleish, who are not yet to score on the Capitals roster. It's Esri now on the left-hand side. Hurst watching her. Good screen from Tolo. Oh, the lob pass that uh, Esri tried to give to Tolo as she rolled into the key just was a little bit high, but the Caps get a hand on it, and it will be the AIS to bring it in from the baseline. Lewis looking for options now. Francis gave her one in the paint. Esri also went for it. Her shot was over the top of the ring, and Hurst on the quick transition... Goes the reverse layup, doesn't come in. Tolo, unfortunately, though, had last hand on it as she couldn't clean up the rebound. That's right. running the lane well, but I think she really should have just gone through the simple uh, left-hand layup there rather than trying to come back and draw the foul on the right-hand side. Martin brings it back, stops the dribble, though, and that gets her into a little bit of trouble. He has to hand off to Esri. Esri goes to Lewis, left side. Tolo in the paint. Oh, three, Beatty, and that was great play. Great play, and against someone with some size on her, so, you know, that's good to see. Beatty at the top of the key goes right side to Bevel Aqua who starts to set up. She moves to the corner, then gives it back to Abrams, top of the key. Beatty's in the paint. She's single team. Batolo watching her closely. Outlet to Hurst. Hurst drives in. She wanted to give it off. Had to bounce pass eventually to Bevel Aqua. She drives in and lays it through. With one second on the clock. That kills you at the defensive end. <laughs> Yeah, good defence by the AAS that time, though, as it will be Lewis giving it off to Esri there at the half, just beside the centre circle. Hurst oh, reaches in, almost taps it away from Esri, who goes to the right wing, gives it off to Francis, now hands it off that time to Martin. Martin goes to the basket, drop, doesn't drop, Tolo will put it back in, though. You're doing the job. Ten points for Tolo today. Look like the AIS were in a match that they are. They're in a 1 2 2 zone here, so they've changed up their defence. It might create a few problems for Capitals. Well, Abrams shoots for three. Hurst is going to chase down the rebound as it doesn't fall, as Coach Graff just asked them to rejig their offence to suit the D. Baseline, Abrams, oh, she missed the cut. Oh, and that's uh, Bevelacqua. Pull on, and this time Beattie, I think, is going to be called the foul. As Tolo also went after it, Beatty has had her third called and it will see the timeout being called by Coach Graff. 37-23 and really the AIS playing a lot better than the scoreline indicates at the moment, which is 14. That's right. I think this uh, zone that they've gone into has created a few problems for the uh, Capitals at the um, offensive end of the floor and that's what Graffy will be talking to them about now, adjusting what they're doing. They really need to get some inside-outside game going against this zone or else they'll just stand in there and unless we're able to knock them down consistently from the perimeter, then you know they don't have to do anything um, too arduous to, to get the ball to come up with possession. So that's what Graffy will be talking to him about. I think that Kingsman will be reasonably happy with the way that the um, AIS have started this um, quarter. Tolo, again, has continued on a merry way, putting in some um, good buckets for the AIS. So it's good to see. It is indeed. We have seven minutes and nine seconds left to go in the half as the Capitals lead 37-23. to 23. But again, 
this is a different team to what we saw at the end of last season, and uh, we are just seeing that is uh, well, well, both teams are different to the teams we saw last season, but for the Capitals, we are still seeing those uh, those sort of errors and those mistakes that come from just a lack of familiarisation of each other's game. That's right. You know, a couple more games under their belt and some of the uncharacteristic mistakes that we're seeing tonight from the Capitals will start to disappear because they'll learn, they'll start to get used to each other's game. Francis wanted to take this <laughs> ball in closer to the uh, centre line and the ref just moved it two steps to the right before he'd handed off to her. It eventually comes in. It's on the right-hand side now. It started on the left. Lewis has it in her hand as it works back to the top of the arc. Big long pass to Toll. Tolo almost had Bevelacqua strip it from her, but she puts it back in. And Tolo, 12 points for the game. Not a bad uh, start to her defence job's WNBL career. In a second game, she's now gone more than double as Bevelacqua puts up a three-point. Gets it back. Tolo doing the rebound and gives it to Esri. Oh, Lewis has the ball stolen. She had a pocket picked by Bevelacqua, who gives it off to Esri. Uh, to uh, Bibby, Bibby then went to give it to Abrams, I think, and Abrams got run over as uh, everyone expected Bibby to put up the shot. I guess yeah, Coach Graff has been saying she wants Jess to uh, change her game a little bit, but uh, you'd prefer her to hit him than miss the pass. Well, true. <laughs> Inbound pass to Bevelacqua, sets up, goes right side to Bibby now. Bibby has a big three-point look. Hits and rattles out. AIS do the clean-up. Martin goes around. Cunningham kicks it over to Francis. Francis sees a lane open up. No one goes to her. The layup's no good. And it will be Bevelacqua who does the rebounding. Bevelacqua looked like she was going to kick it to Bibby that time, but no, keeps it in her hand. Martin watching her as she comes to the right wing now. Bounce pass to Bibby. Bibby again open. Lewis has to tighten up on her. She kicks it to Abrams, and Abrams driving into the paint. Just too good for Newley, and it hits the two. It was a nice little curl cut action from Kelly Abrams and Bibby Founder, which is good to see. And just nice soft shot over the top of the big girl. 39-25, 5.45 left to go in the half. Lewis kicks it to Carla Francis. Drives into the paint. And Bevelacqua don't think she had the foot planted then, so Francis, the shot didn't drop. They've called it on Langy. She pushed her on the uh, on the on down low on the hip as she was driving to the bucket. I think it's interesting. I think it looks like the Capitals have changed up the way they're going to defend Tolo. They're going to actually look to fully front her, or Caitlin um, Cunningham's looking to fully front her. If we're going to do that, we really need to ensure that we have a lot of pressure on the passes so that they can't see her open in the paint. Francis misses the first as the... AIS, just at the free throw line. Second, oh, it's off the back of the iron and Cunningham does the clean up there. Boxed out well on the free throw. Gives it off to Bibby and Bibby, oh, rejected by Francis. I think there must be something wrong with Tomlinson because she has not been out here. I was sure I saw her at the start, but as I say, that's, here she comes. <laughs> I've called her into the game. <laughs> just, uh, well, Tomlinson comes in. For Tolo, as will be Caps bringing the ball down by Hurst. Left wing, Abrams in the corner, back to Hurst. Inside to Cunningham, back to Hurst. Bounce pass. Ah, oh, Bibby all by herself puts up a three that doesn't fall. Hurst does the rebounding. Oh, and I think Lewis was, yeah, Lewis just going in a bit too hard on Hurst after that ball. And she has been, uh, well, she has been called for the foul. That's Lewis's first personal. And the 
third team foul against the AS. Inbound ball to Cunningham. Hands off immediately to Hurst. Kicks it left side to Abrams, who is the inbounder, great who ball, lays Kelly. it up, but it doesn't fall. And great rebounding by Tomlinson. But a pass goes to Cunningham. Cunningham, pull-up jumper. She really does play like Jackson Cunningham. She, she has a really nice soft pull-up jumper. She just needs to go to the bucket a little bit more, I think. Well, Lewis goes right side to Francis. Francis goes over the top. No one watching Newley, and Newley will make the shot. Four points for Newley for the game. Complete defensive breakdown from the Capitals there. Just no communication on that screen action. 41-27 as Hurst brings the ball down the right lane. She almost lost the handle on it as she worked into the corner. Cunningham tries the reverse layup, and Francis with a big rejection there. Got a few these last couple of minutes. She's playing a good game. One interesting thing is the AIS call a timeout here with four minutes and 19 seconds left to go in the half. I was looking at some of the stats here, and uh, when you look at Natalie Hurst's career stats, it is interesting. When you look at block shots, she has got five block shots in her career. Not bad effort from one of the shortest players <laughs> in the defence jobs, WNBL. No, not bad at all. <laughs> you know? She's got quick hands, so you know she often will uh, get a hand on a shot. So. Bevel Aqua with 50 for her career, Langy with three, but uh, I, I was really looking at the uh, three-point uh, shots. Beatty, one attempt for three-pointers in her career, <laughs> and that came back... In, uh, um, you know, I think it was the Adelaide Championship year, one of her early years in the uh, price attack, in the uh, defence job, WNBL. So, as, uh, as I was saying, oh, I want to see, I want to see, uh, <laughs> Bishop's never taken a three-point shot, and uh, Lange's yet to hit one. She's, she's actually never taken a three-point shot either. So, I think that's... Uh, that's something we're going to word them up during the media conference this year to see if we can get Tracy Beater to have an outside game as well as an inside game. That would uh, throw them out. In fact, it was... Yeah, outside game for people that size is about a foot outside the paint. That's yeah. what we should be looking at. In fact, her one three-point attempt was in the Caps' first championship year, uh-huh. 99-2000. Peter Sinclair's on the floor. Yes, and in the paint, oh, a first pass is cut off. And the AIS will get it back through Martin. Goes right side to Lewis. Back to Martin. Works around the arm. Francis from downtown. Three-point banks it in. Taylor Francis goes to five points for the game. And that gets your confidence back. It does. Cunningham inside. Goes to Sinclair. Sinclair in the paint. Works nice hard. Job, Peter. Nice gets job. a drop. Drew the defense well. Got them in the air. Dalglish, nice the only Caps player who hasn't had a minute out there yet. So she'll be itching. You can see her on the bench ready to go as Taylor Francis now brings the ball down, loses the dribble. No, she doesn't, but she kicks it over to Newey. Newley now goes right side, gives it to Martin. Martin over the top to Tomlinson. Tomlinson tries to wrong foot. Former teammate in Cunningham instead hands it off that time to Martin and Martin puts it in. Martin gets the goose egg out of her points column for the night and, in fact, for her career. First WNBL points for Martin. Bounce pass from from Hurst down to Sinclair in the paint. Cunningham just pulls up short on the jumper, goes after her own rebound. Francis, though, will get the second time. Hits it right side, gives it to Martin, hits it hard to Newey. Oh, Bibby thought she was about to oh, get crashed. Oh, dribble there, yeah. not picked up by the referee. Three of them, in fact. Yeah. It goes to Lewis, who drives in. Oh, Bishop, uh, Bibby gets a hand in on the ball, 
kicks it now as she goes for the rebound and Hurst will put it in at the other end. And it was a little reach in there that just got ball from Bibby that forced the turnover. Tomlinson setting up at the point now. Going. Oh, Carla Francis is sitting there by herself. It's too late. She gets the screen now. Martin hands off to Lewis. Now Francis again is open. Just Peter Sinclair is giving her plenty of room. Cunningham tries to block the shot on Tomlinson and Tomlinson will go to the line and Cunningham will get her first personal foul. The last two possessions, the Capitals have actually got the AIS down into under five seconds before they've been able to get any sort of scoring opportunity. So that's, you know, good in one respect, but you have to focus and play it out for the entirety of the 24-second clock. Coach Graff decides to ice the shooter here, calling a timeout. 45 plays... I've got 34 on mine. I think the timeout might have been called before the score was registered because I'm sure... Oh, no, that, the shot didn't drop, did it? So, no, it didn't. No, I'm not sure what's happening there. No, all right. So I've got too many points. We'll have to check the stat sheets at half time to find out where I've gone wrong. But uh, still, the AAS looking very competitive with a 13-point ball game. So the Capitals in the last eight... Seven and a half, eight minutes haven't been able to uh, break away from no. the AIS at all. No, the AIS are hanging in there, and that's what you want to see. I mean, uh, you expect with an inexperienced, relatively young, inexperienced group that the Capitals would just continue to run over the top of them and continue to build on their lead. So it's promising and it's, it's encouraging to see that they're hanging in there. On the other hand, I think Carrie would be wanting these um, Capitals to actually start to make some more inroads into that lead that they um, have established and, and really start to dominate the game at both ends of the floor. Well, Tomlinson to go to the line now for her first points of the game. And I hope I haven't, uh, I haven't iced her any more than Coach Graff had done by the timeout. Two minutes, 22 seconds left to play. Tomlinson all net on the first shot. And it's a 45-33 here at the training hall as the second shot is on its way. Hits off the back of the iron and chased down that time by Langford. Langford goes on the baseline, has to go back to Tomlinson. Back that time to Tolo. Tolo backing into Bishop. Oh, Tomlinson comes over with a great rebound. Taps it over the top to Langford. And Langford bangs it in for two. Here she goes to now five points for the game. Bevelak will right side to Abrams, sorry, back inside to Sinclair. Sinclair over the top of Tomlinson. Tomlinson doing the rebound and gets it off to Langford. Langford has to watch out here. Bishop is ranging up behind her. She kicks it right side to Esri. Esri for three, won't drop down, but running it down. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Esri who put up the shot. It was Martin who put up the shot. Esri was running down the rebound, but it's over the sideline. And Lange will come in now for Sinclair. 45 plays 35 here at the training hall. A minute 44 left to go in the half and the AS starting to come back with a 10-point ball game. Minute 38 left with Bevel Aqua ball in her hand. AIS have switched back to a man-to-man defence. It'll be interesting to see if this gives any uh, impetus to the Capitals. Abrams drives down the left lane, kicks it back to Bibby. It's certainly being watched close now by Martin. Bibby, though, just too much skill in the paint there. She drove into the paint, backed away and made the shot. Nice soft pull-up jump shot from the foul line. Oh, Abrams is a great steal. Unfortunately, steps out of bounds. Well, Abrams, it's been a while since the Capitals have played on this court because the last two years they've been at Albury rather than at the training hall these games. 
so. It's inbound pass goes to Esri immediately onto Martin now. Left side to Langford, dumps it over the top to Tolo. Tolo just couldn't get the finger roll. Bishop just gave her a nudge just at the right time. Abrams will get the rebound off nice Lange. Bounce pass over to Bishop and Bishop will put it in for her 10th point of the game. 49, play 35 as the AS fight out the half. Martin gets the ball in her hand on the right side. Inside, in the paint, it is Manu and Ellie. Well, Ellie Manu getting fouled and she will go to the line. Yeah. By Bishop, so that's Bishop's fourth. In fact, I may have a fourth. So, Capitals, 13 fouls for the game. That's not what the Capitals want to see. No, not at all. As Manu at the line. Part of the problem the Capitals are having is that they're getting um, having poor communication on the screen action, so players are getting caught out of position in the paint, getting caught behind players. Manu missing the first, just leaving it short. The second one she makes. Three points for the game for Ellie Manu as Bevelacqua brings the ball down. Cunningham was the inbound pass. She gets at the top of the key after Bibby passes it through. Bevelacqua tries to drive to the baseline, backs away now, goes to Hurst. Hurst has got Bibby on the left side, goes to her now. Bibby drives into the paint over the top of Martin, puts up an air ball, but Hurst cutting down there, puts up a long range too. She had a foot on the white stripe that marks the three-point line and nails it. Nat Hurst, seven points for the game now as it is oh, Tolo who manages to get it on to Martin. Three, seven seconds left. Manu banks it in off the glass. And Manu going well here, up to five points for the game as Bevelacqua tries to bank it in from downtown. Well, probably about two feet from behind the three-point arc. And it doesn't fall. 51 to 38 at halftime. And the Caps still with a game on their hand. Not clear yet. With this 13-point lead, though, they are going off with a, uh, a good break. Yeah, I think the Capitals will be disappointed with the uh, way that they're playing in terms of the foul situation. They've really uh, been a little lacked some discipline, if you like, and they've made some unnecessary fouls and, uh, you know, just gives easy opportunities to the AIS and at the... Um, at the at the offensive end for the um, the AIS, they've been exploiting that and they've been doing a good job of exploiting that. Barb Lodding just uh, keeping the media happy by giving him a few uh, giving him a few frogs and what have you. Uh, we'll go another one, thanks, Barb. <laughs> taking the taking the food out of the uh, players' mouth. Here we are. They haven't worked hard enough for us tonight, Craig. <laughs> well, we've had a a tough job so far as this game has been back and forward at a high rate of speed. At halftime, it is the Canberra Transact Capitals leading the AIS 51-38. to 38. We'll take a break here for halftime on sportradio.com.au. This is the Canberra Transact Capitals Radio Network. Welcome back to Sport Radio's coverage of the AIS versus the Canberra Transact Capitals from the AIS Training Hall. And it is half-time, 51-38, the Capitals leading at the moment. But we have seen a, well, a heck of a debut by a, a young Marianne Tolo who has stepped up tonight, 12 points at the half-time break for the AIS. And in a game that has seen fouls coming left, right and centre, my sheet has her at one personal foul. 
Well, that's yeah. right. I mean, she's shooting from five from eight from the field, so that's a really good percentage. She's converting at a good rate. She's pulled in five boards as well. And, as you say, she's only drawn one foul and a, a, only incurred one foul. So, uh, you know, that's a really good start. And she's played, you know, 15 minutes of basketball. That's that's uh, pretty good production for 15 minutes of ball. So that's good. The AIS, the um, only only person who's really made any impact on the scoreboard other than um, Tola has been Francis, and she's uh, got five points for the game. You know, in that second quarter, the AIS um, only lost the quarter by one point, so that's impre- impressive to um, to see as well. Ebsery's struggled a little bit. She's got five turnovers for the game. That that comes down to the fact that she's been under a lot of defensive pressure um, from the Capitals lineup. So. Um, you know, they've got some work to do. Um, for the Capitals, you know, they'd be uh, reasonably happy. They've spread the scoring around. They've got Bishop with 10 points. Um, Abrams and Bibby have got eight apiece. But along with Bishop's 10 points, she's incurred four fouls. So that might limit her court time for the next half. Yes, it's... Uh, well, it's interesting. Coach Graff has given Bishop time towards the end of that quarter to try and get herself back... Uh, out there and into the swing of things because she can't afford her two talls. Cunningham, of course, uh, coming back from injury, so she has to manage her quite a bit. Um, she can't afford her to be to be uh, fouling out or can't afford both of them to be fouling out. And uh, Interesting, they've fitted a plasma screen to the wall here of the uh, AS training hall and uh, it's actually getting a live feed of the, of the uh, floor. <laughs> Wouldn't mind having that set up here for us as well because uh, it is. It's a, we're calling actually from the uh, below the tripod where the uh, from where the uh, video is taken and it's completely the wrong side to where we have called for the last five years here at the training hall. So I'm a little bit out of sorts, <laughs> even though. Uh, well, I know most of these players, but I'm just having trouble just getting familiar <laughs> with the uh, with the court from the other side. Yeah. Abrams to inbound the ball as we get set for the Canberra Transact Capitals to restart play here on the Transact Capitals radio network on sportradio.com.au. Abrams kicks it into the front court to Bevelacqua, who comes up the shots, gives it left side into the corner to Bibby, back to Bevelacqua now. Beatty outside. I want to see a three-pointer from Bibby, uh, from Beatty tonight. Will we see it? I doubt it. Abrams over the top. Beatty tries to drive through Tolo. She gives her a big body shot. Shot doesn't fall. It's tapped away firstly by Esri. Then it's kicked on by Tolo who finds shots. But shots can't get the layup to come in. Oh, shots lucky there. Stripping Beatty and then a late... Well, a foul on Beatty. It was mile. It was down and caught the uh, umpire who eventually made the call. Beatty's not happy tonight. Oh, no, that's her fourth personal foul, so it's her two bigs both in foul trouble. AIS couldn't be better positioned here as we see the uh, shots moving the ball, looking to go inside. defence from Lange. Yeah, she manages to get it away from Francis. So, Bevelac will bring it down now. BB in the three-point arc, lobbed over the top. Inside to Beattie, outside to Lange, left to Bevelac, still on the three-point arc. Goes to Abrams, lobs over the top. But Tolo, oh, she did the rebounding, but no one went to box out on the ball. And Lange got it back. Abrams running out of time. Two seconds on the shot clock. Shot was off to the right. Hit the rim. Francis picks it up, kicks it over to Martin. And Martin brings it down the left wing. Oh, just a step out as Bevelacqua threw herself at the ball. Landed in the first row of, well, in fact, landed on the bench sideways. (laughs) 
And that uh, must be about the fourth or fifth time the AAS has stepped out of court tonight, and that's purely been because of the amount of pressure that the Capitals are putting on them defensively. And that's their uh, 18th turnover to the AAS tonight. Yep. It is Bibby bringing the ball back down the floor now. As it is Bevelacqua bounce pass into Bishop. That should be her fifth foul. She just about ripped Kayla Francis' head off. I think the refs realised what uh, was going on there. And they've let Bishop play a few more minutes. Caps have switched up their D. They've gone into a zone now. They might be wanting to protect some of their bigs. Shots. Has uh, Bevelacqua tapped the pass, but Francis can still get at it. Esri now goes long. Quick transition now. Shots. Gets it to Francis. Francis drives into Beatty. It's Bishop who does the rebound. He hands it off to Bevelacqua straight away, and Bevelacqua's off to the races. Pulls up at the key, runs around, kicks it to Abrams, now to Bishop. Bishop has Francis watching her shots, gets a screen off Bishop. Eventually Abrams off to Bibby for three, and Francis puts it down. Bibby just an off night tonight. She's got a thigh strap. She didn't have that strapped in the uh, beginning yeah. of this game. It's actually the Capitals have not made a three-point shot tonight. They shot 50% from the three-point line last week and are 0 from 8 now from the field, from the three-point range. Shots goes inside to Francis. Beatty just swats it away like it was a fly. Kicked on from Abrams to Bibby. Shots! What great work from Shots. Beatty, Bibby was about to put it out. Francis for three. Rings out. It's going to go down into the hands of Esri and Esri now will have time to reset. Francis again on the perimeter. Shots. Drives in baseline, layups in off the glass. Shots playing very well, even though she's got a few fouls on herself with six points for the game. And it is Beatty. Well, she squatted that one away from Tolo. Balls out over the sideline, or over the baseline, in fact, and Abrams will bring it back in. 51 plays 40, 11 point game as Bibby gets the inbound pass, kicks it back further to Bevelacqua. Shots now. Working his way back to Abrams. Abrams over the top. Beatty, turn around, jumper in the paint. And it drops. Francis is going to have her third personal foul called. That was a much better feed to Beatty then. She's a big girl. You've got to put the ball up in the air and you've got to make it soft. She has reasonably soft hands. So you have to feed the ball to her exactly where she needs it and did a good job that time. Beatty to shoot for the bonus here. has got both hands on the ball and it's all net. This season she's just changed her style again, again. gone away from the hand, <laughs> one-handed free throw and it's working for her. Um, she made two earlier, I think, and then last week she was good for a couple free throws as well. Three-point attempt. Oh, Esri and Francis just getting in the way of each other, are going up oh, the nice rebound. Nice transition from Capitals then, and Bibby makes the layup under Polo pressure. Gets a, a soft foul called against her too. It was a great transition. They pushed it out of the backcourt. Fed it to um, Abrams early who found Bibby filling the lane. I'm just uh, trying to work out what I've done wrong here on the score sheet because on my score sheet I've got a... Well, I'm two points up on the, uh, on the official one. But Bibby going to the line to try and make the uh, bonus here. She makes it, and I think a sub on... Waiting for the sub to be called. It's on Bishop. So, Lange back in now. 40 plays, 50 
27 as Bibby makes the extra. Right side now to Martin. Martin gets it into Francis who drives down the lane. Ellie Manu, well, she just can't quite convert but is fouled. Who's getting the foul just called Bibby, on her? Just Bibby, I think, would have been called on yeah. that one. Was. That is Bibby's third personal. And that brings Nat Hurst back into the game. So Coach Graff is going to have to go deep into this pinch this game. Yes, and, you know, that's... 15 fouls on my score sheet apiece. So yeah, both teams are racking them. And Manu is hitting her first of the three throws, of the free throws, I should say, both on two team fouls apiece here. And she makes the second. So Ellie doing a good job here, making the free throws. Beatty now at the charity stripe. Oh, she's nice working move. in the paint. She must have uh, just pivoted about 15 times. The shot didn't drop, but Beverly Eckler has stolen it off Manu that time. Manu's a pretty big guard trying to carry that ball back. Oh, Beatty on the baseline. She's into the crowd again as the three-point shot goes up from Hurst. Bevelak was taking a while to get up too. She looks a bit sore. Jump ball will be the AIS's as Manu locks it up with uh, Abrams. And I think Bibby's going to come in for Bevelakwa. And Cunningham comes in for Beattie. Right, they're going to have to play smart minutes here. They've got a few players in foul trouble. So Tracy will sit down for a bit with Abby. And they'll probably come back in in a couple of minutes. Yeah, well, Bibby's on four as well, isn't she? So, No, she's on three, three, so she's got to work hard as well. Martin kicks it right side to Manu. Manu's working hard here in the third term. Kicks it to Esri. Esri gives it back to Maru. Ah, 15-foot jumper is good. And the AIS claw back to 13 points. 44 plays 57. AIS are mixing up their D again. It looks like they've gone to a 1-3-1 zone now. So it'll be interesting to see how the Capitals adjust to this. They really need to get some penetration at the foul line against it. Cunningham in the paint, watched well by Francis, goes out to Lange. Lange drives into the paint again, kicks it out to Hurst, who I puts think up the three. Bibby's fourth foul on that rebound situation. They've pulled her for pushing. Well, it was a tough call, that one. There was plenty to look at in the, uh, the pushing and shoving that was going on under the basket then. It probably was a foul, but, you know, there's probably been a similar foul committed in several other times that hasn't been called. So that's where it gets frustrating for players is when there's not consistency in the way that it's applied. As Francis drives down the baseline now. They're in trouble now. Yeah, oh. they work out well, giving it to Martin. Martin kicks it over to Lewis for three. Just hits the side of the iron. Francis doing the rebound in there. She's mugged by Bevelacqua, but it was all good. Bevelacqua just had ball, and the Caps will get it with the arrow pointing their way. Capitals need to come down and really get some sort of conversion at this, this time. It's been a while since they've actually got a score, so they really need to come down and get something at the offensive end. 57 plays, 44 here at the training hall. Caps basketball on sportradio.com.au. It goes to Abrams on the right wing. Cunningham, top of the arc. Hurst now left side. It's Bevelacqua just inside the three-point arc. Molly Lewis kicking the ball away. And it will be a reset on the clock. It came off a knee. Yeah, she put her leg over towards it. I guess it was... Um, I guess it was a... I guess it was a, a, a violation that gets the box reset. Inbound pass to Hurst now. Hurst looking around. 
as she hands off to Abrams. Bounce pass to Lange. Lange goes to Abrams on the baseline. All mid. Fade away jump shot from Kelly Abrams in the corner there. Exactly what the Capitals needed. Oh, quick transition. They tried to pump it down quickly, but Abrams getting back, doing the work in the backcourt now, and it will be over the sideline newly to put it back in. So... Interesting now. Newey oh, tries to put it in. Abrams is getting a hand on it again. Lewis has to go back to it. Oh, Malou was mugged underneath the basket there. Telly ripped her arm away. She's putting up the shot. No call. Three refs out there. They should have been able to see that. I didn't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Hurst now in the left corner. Goes back to Cunningham. Cunningham, top of the arc, doesn't go for the three, just hands off to Bevilacqua. Shot clock down to six as Bevilacqua puts up a jump shot from inside the arc. Oh, there's blood on the back of Natalie Hurst's jumper. So the ref has asked for a sub, but uh, Hurst, uh, it's not my blood. It's not my blood. No, that's right. She'll just have to change her shirt and they'll be able to continue to play. So always have a spare uniform. Yeah, Capitals. I haven't mentioned Capitals in the white away uniform for yeah. the first time. New look for and them. Yeah, quite a different look, and it's not bad at all. Not a not a bad look. It does look okay. Yeah, true. The AIS, of course, in the traditional blue. Of course, all those years that the uh, AIS had been playing in the WNBL, the Defence Jobs WNBL, they have always had a couple of uniforms because when they toured the United States, they wore singlets. They didn't wear the body suits. So. Even when the transition was coming, the girls that were in the program before and after had no real problem making the adjustment because uh, a couple of times when the AS had played uh, international teams, they had lined up in the singlets rather than the bodysuits. That's right. So they're used to... Um, it's just, the Capitals still have not hit a three-point shot for this game, so they'd be um, feeling a little bit disappointed with that. I think that they'd be looking to do some uh, shooting at training next week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And we might need Tracy Beatty to step out there and knock him down for us. Yeah, just uh, as you are going to tell us what the Capitals have to do to start to pull away from this AO side, I'm just going to fix up my score sheet, which was missing Jess Bibby's last two-point attempt. 61 plays, 44 here at the training hall. Four minutes left to go in the third term. Carla Francis gets the pass from Langford who brings it back over the half now. Oh, Abrams is trying to cut in. They're, they're just trying to muscle this AAS team. That's right. They've just got to continue to apply the pressure and break the back, I suppose, of the AAS. That's what they need to do. And at the offensive end of the floor, they have got to start getting some uh, inside-outside game going against the AAS, mixing up their defences and um, get some ball reversal. It's Francis down to Newley at the baseline. Bishop strips her. Kicking the pass, not sure what the whistle, what the buzzer was there for. 20 seconds left on the shot clock now as Abrams brings it back to the right wing. The bench is having some problems tonight, some technical difficulties. Lange kicks it over to Bishop who Francis got a touch on the pass but Bishop was good enough to get it. Eventually Martin intercepts, or just not intercepts but slaps away the pass. 3 minutes 23 seconds left to go in the third term. 61 plays for 44 at the training Five hall. seconds on the shot clock, so they'll need a quick score here. Bevelacqua puts it up. Oh, it hits the backboard but didn't hit the ring. Lewis gives it off to Francis. Lewis just stays there and helps out Francis, who is uh, 
getting beaten up underneath the basket there. Kick left side to Newey now as the AIS tried to up the tempo. Goes right side to Langford. Langford over to Lewis, open for three. Oh, net bang. There's a big three-pointer from Lewis there. It was indeed. Look good as Lewis gets her first points for the game on my score sheet. And it was a great way to get off it to show the Caps what they're not doing. And that's playing an outside game. Abrams fakes the shot, gives it to Langey in the paint. Francis puts her hand on the ball. Langey had, still had control of it when she lost control. Went over the baseline and the AS forced a turnover. That's right. The AS will be happy. They come down and score here and they're almost back at, double, at um, single digit figures. So they're really um, doing a good job of second at it with the um, Capitals. Newey and Lewis at the top of the arc, left side to Esri. Esri kicks it long over to Newey, who had an eternity to set up for the three. Tolo gets the rebound, gives it back off to Langford, and Langford gets the shooter's roll on the iron. Yeah, Grass is talking to the referee there. I think she was having a word about the fact that Polo probably had a little bit of pressure in the back of... Um, they could turn around and say, yeah, but we let Abby rip, rip <laughs> yeah, Carla Francis exactly off right. at the other end. You know? just so we're even now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bevel Aqua brings it straight down the centre. Oh, Newey almost got a shepherd. Oh, well, got a good screen. It got into the screen from Bishop. Bishop, oh, just almost a three-point attempt going. It was right foot on the line. Bibby runs down the rebound and then kicks it back out to Abrams. Abrams now working to the right side. Newey and Bevelacqua. There's been a screen. Lewis, I think, yeah. Lewis has been called for the foul. That's Molly Lewis's second personal foul. And it will be the third team foul for the AIS. There's three apiece in this quarter with a minute 55. I think the AIS might have won this quarter just They're quietly. certainly winning this quarter at the moment. So that would be a positive sign for them going into the last. Abrams for three. She had an eternity to put it up. No pressure on her and they miss it. Tolo gets the rebound, kicks it on to Esri. Shots down. Nice little dance. Knocked, uh, knocked down Abrams. Rebound by Ab Abby yeah. Bishop there. Nice strong board. Yeah, it was a three-point attempt, I think, from Langford that didn't fall. Caps back in control of the ball with a minute 30 left to go in the quarter. Langey now outside the arc. Bishop got Newey away from the basket. Oh, charge on Bevelacqua. That's a second personal. And that was great work by Langford to take position there. And uh, Tully's going, no way was she there when I started that run. Not happy about that call. <laughs> As you can see that. <laughs> just shaking her head. She's going, gee, I've just been at the World Champs and we never saw stuff like that. <laughs> I'm sure that's what she said. It is Langford dumping it back to Newley. Newley out the shot for three. It's off the back of the iron. Another Bishop. good board by Bishop. Doing a great job on the defensive boards down there for the Capitals. And the Caps have um, Lofthagen to come back, who is just a demon on the boards. Not bad for a netball international that doesn't <laughs> have that luxury in her other chosen sport. Oh. Bibby pull-up jumper from 15 feet is good. There's a lot of physical contact on penetration now. There's a little bit of holding on the hip. I'm surprised that the referees aren't tightening up on that kind of call. Well, they've got to leave some players out there, I guess. <laughs> it's Newley on the right side. She almost got double teamed there, which opened up Esri. In the corner it has three-point attempts all met. And Esri now goes to six points for the game. Capitals really need to make sure that they come down and get a score this possession. It's the last possession of the um, quarter. Uh, AOS will have a couple of seconds to try and get a possession. Abrams penetrating. Great job. Smart play. Experience shows through there. 
Yeah, and they're back out to a 13-point lead now. 52, the AIS, to 65, the Capitals, here with four seconds left. Newly, oh, just gets trapped in the dribble. She'll have to put up a shot now from downtown. It was under the basket. And at three-quarter time, 65 leads, 52. A 13-point lead to the Capitals, which has dropped from a 17-point lead in the halftime break. So they led by 12-13, sorry, they led by 12-17, then back to 13 now. So it's good work by the AS, who is keeping the defending champions of the Defence Jobs WNBL, well, keeping them at bay for the moment. That's right. I think the Capitals are really struggling from the perimeter tonight, and that's hurting them. They've gone from last week where they shot at 50%, uh, from the three-point line to tonight not having made a three-point shot yet. So that's, you know, a big part of their game. When you've got a small team like the Caps really are a small team, they need to have a solid perimeter game to be able to um, exploit, um, you know, draw the defence out and exploit that by opening up some penetration and giving their big guys a bit more room inside to work. AIS are doing a good job. You know, they've, they've adjusted. Capitals have had to go out of some of that full-court pressure they were applying because they've got some foul problems, which has enabled them to, you know, retain possession better and get into their half-court game. So, and they, at the other end of the floor, I think they would have shot a reasonable percentage from the three-point line in that quarter, quarter in particular. So, you know, they've done a good job and they'd be really pleased with um, the way that they're going. Just interested to see the scoreboard has two points to player zero up there. So I'm not quite sure what's happened there. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping that the score is 65-52 because I got two points down during that quarter and yeah. seeing a score to no player <laughs> is, you wonder, doesn't is it? a wonder. <laughs> so is the game a 13-point game or is it an 11-point game? I hate it when that happens. <laughs> This is a good position for the AIS to be in. It doesn't take very long for a team to claw back a couple of points, you know. Come down, get first score of the half. They're back to a single, oh, not quite a single lead, but it's, you know, it's a good position to be in. Yes. Caps are in a zone still. Oh, Tully almost got the steal of shots and and, uh, Tolo. Three-point shot from Esri. Doesn't drop. Bibby will get it down there. Oh, it's going to be... Oh, dear. He's going to... If this referee calls a travel on that play, he needs to hand his badge over. He needs to hand his badge over There's if he calls a travel on this play. That is clearly a poor call. Poor, poor call. Travel. He got Hands overruled. He got overruled to call the travel. That's ridiculous. I'm well, sorry. Hand your badge in, mate. Well, I don't know. He was whistling. I thought he was whistling a foul on That's right, Diddy, and this guy and called the travel the, first. The so man behind has called the travel. No, that's not good. Well, it's Francis Langford in the corner. Shots going into the paint. Bevelacqua gets the uh, steal. We'll go through this again as Bibby this time gets fouled by Esri. And Bibby just holding her back there. You always worry when Bibby goes to the back yeah, because that's, right. uh, that's what kept her out of the game for so long. And it, it will be Bibby to go to the line. She missed the layup. Uh, it was Katie Ray who had the foul against her, her second personal. Martin comes in as Shat sits down. She's played well, just hasn't been able to hit those threes. Yeah, Bibby really needs to make these. The Capitals need to, uh, yeah, put the muzzle on her. Yeah, you did, you <laughs> iced her. Well, the second shot, an important one. 65 plays 52 as you finally get the stat sheet. 
And she makes it. Jess Bibby moves to 14 points for the game. So it is Esri quickly on to Francis. Kirk pass going to Martin. Just too hot for her. And Abrams will inbound it for the Capitals in their defensive half. 66 plays 52 with 9 minutes and 17 seconds. Jess, been a long first minute in this final turn. Lange outside, gives it to Bibby on the left. Bibby kicks it back to Bishop on the right. Now goes right side to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua gets the screen from Bishop. Bishop goes back, gets it in off the paint. And Bishop, well, she's going to try and fight this game out and by being on the floor, and that will be very important for her going on. Langford over the top, Bishop's foul. Uh, Tolo and Bishop can sit down. No, no, they've actually called a three-second violation on Tolo there. Really? Okay. Um, so they called that before. If Abby Bishop had a foul, it would have been called before, so she's yep. fortunate. It was probably a little quick, that one, actually, but... A little quick three-second call. Yes, uh, I, I think so. Bibby <laughs> <laughs> outside the arc, goes right side to Abrams. Abrams inside, double team on Bishop now. Outlet pass gives Bibby time to set up. She hits it off the iron. And Esri comes up with the rebound. Esri kicks it long now to Martin. Martin oh, fouled. No, as Very I thought nice Bevel Aqua fouled her, but Martin finished it off herself. It was a nice finish then. It was a tough one to convert, and she did a great job. They've put the whistles away here for the moment. Bishop goes right side. Bevel Aqua fakes the three, goes to Bibby. Now Abrams by herself. There, puts up the shot off the left elbow. Bishop going oh, hard in against it. it. And Bishop's gone for the first. She didn't have to go so hard after that ball. Tolo was standing there. Tolo's a tall girl and is playing very tall tonight. Bishop is fouled out. She's had a good game, um, Bishop. She's played smart with those fouls. And unfortunately, she's fouled out now. But, you know, she's had uh, early foul trouble and she played well through those minutes. So that's good. Caitlin Cunningham looking to come back into the game now. Tolo sits down as well as Manu comes back in. Yeah. It's interesting. I've got the three-quarter stats here. We've got the AIS uh, beating us on the boards now, beating the Capitals on the boards, and their turnover rate has reduced significantly. They only have 22 now. They had 17 at half-time. There's another three-pointers hit by the AIS. Martin hits it that time, and it brings it back to an 11-point game. 68, plays 57, the Institute, well into this game with um, 7.43 left on the clock. I think the AIS want a timeout here, but unfortunately the foul has been called on no, on Esri, her third personal foul, and it will be to the line going Kel Abrams. Kelly showed some real smarts the last minute or couple of minutes. She's been looking to just put the ball on the floor and penetrate hard to the basket, which is um, a step up to the foul line. Unfortunately, she only made one of them, but, you know, that's that's the easy way to make points in a game like this. Well, 12 points the difference at the moment. Esri brings it down the floor, left side to Manu. Manu goes right side, gives it to Francis, over the top as Manu cuts down the left lane, tried the reverse layup. Oh, she goes after her own rebound. Just couldn't quite control it as it goes over the baseline. But great work there. Great work in offense just going so hard after she missed it. She was there yeah. and just couldn't quite get a handle no, on it. No, it was a good job. Nat Hurst has come in. Tully Bevelacqua is going to have a few minutes rest, I'd imagine. Kicks it left side to Abrams, then back to Caitlin at the free throw line. Oh, she backed away, stopped the dribble. Lange inside, outside Abrams. Then back to Cunningham who hadn't moved far. It's Hurst on the right side now. Hurst. 
she goes. Bounce pass was too hot for Lange. Wasn't sure whether it was for Lange then or Abrams, but it doesn't matter because Francis has travelled in defence right under the basket. Just a, a false start on the kick-in. I thought uh, Dean Kinsman was trying to get a timeout there. The light is on the bench. Oh, inbound pass to Bibby. She dances on the baseline. Oh. Esri's fouled out and the shots go to count. No, Esri's fourth foul, fourth sorry. personal foul. Yeah. Was, uh, just, AIS were left a little bit wanting there. They weren't quite ready for the boom inbound pass and uh, Bibby did a good job of finish off. A very uh, tough physical contest under the basket there. Yeah, and Esri and also Langford sit down as shots. Martin, Manu and Francis are out there for the AS. Can't pick up the fifth. Bibby, Sinclair back in with Lange, Hurst, Abrams and it's Molly Lewis, the other for the AS. Thank you. Schatz gets the inbound pass from Francis. Bring it down the right wing. Bibby watching her closely and goes right side. Gives it to Martin who finds Francis in the paint. That was nice. Quick hand. Seven points for Francis tonight as Abrams goes to Sinclair. Sinclair to Hurst. Hurst thinks about the three then drives to the baseline. Doesn't drop. Lange gets the rebound. Kicks it out to Bibby and she sets up a point. So, Bibby now brings it to the left side. She's found a drain to the baseline. Oh, it's tapped away by Manu. And it will be the AAS with 13 seconds left to go on the shot clock. 6 minutes 30 left to go in the game. 72 plays 59. 12-point lead to the Capitals. Abrams kicks it back to Hurst. Hurst watching around. Goes left side to Bibby. Bibby pull-up jumper from the left elbow makes it. She loves that little spot, doesn't she? Penetrates hard, quick into the air. Nice soft jump shot. As the shot gets the ball over the half in offence. Has to go back. The Capitals defence is being strong. Oh, just Martin just picked up the dribble and stopped. Francis had to go to. Shots gets her own rebound and banks it in eventually. It's a good job. They're getting good um, post positions in the, uh, in the paint there. The, uh, yes, the Capitals have to communicate better and get through the screen action a bit better. Abrams on the right side. Lewis watching her. Sinclair sets the screen. Abrams goes finally, to three. Bang. Finally. The first three-point shot that has been made by the Capitals this game. 16 points for Abrams. Bibby leads the way with 18 for the Caps tonight. 76 plays, 61. They're out to a 15-point lead. Manu, bounce pass to Martin in the paint. And Martin playing tough now with Polo off the court. Abrams on the right side. Uh, Tolo now nine point. Martin now nine points for the game. Hurst on the left side fakes the three point, kicks to Bibby. Abrams found a range. Bang! There's the second, and they're pulling away now. The Capitals as they move out to a 16 point lead, 79-63, and Dean Kingsman does take his time out. That's right. The Capitals. I mean, Kelly Abrams has really just stepped up in this quarter. She's ta- ta- taking on the leadership role, which you expect of your captain, and she's. Looking, uh, you know, early on she was penetrating, making some good opportunities and now she's starting to find the perimeter range, which is good to see. Uh, AIS have done a great job of hanging in there, you know. This hasn't been an easy game for the Capitals and there's still plenty of time. We've seen them come on in runs at the um, Capitals. So while we're back, back out to 17 points, we can't afford to be complacent by any stretch of the imagination. 17 points, the difference here. I had it 79-63, but it's... 80 to 63 on the scoreboard. I 
Gee, I'm just frustrated here tonight. I can't quite... <laughs> it's Abrams and also Bibby on 19 points apiece. So I didn't have Bibby hitting a three, but maybe someone else has. <laughs> it's 80 to 63 here. 17-point ball game. That's the biggest lead I think the Capitals have had. Halftime, they led by 17, so they will certainly try to break the bank back of this young AIS side now. As Martin has Hurst watching her, goes back to Francis as they cross the half. Oh, Shots has got herself in front of Bibby going to basket. Has to go back to Francis. Francis goes back to Shots now, who's pulled back on the 45. Unfortunately, Martin lost a footing under the basket. Manu looking oh, for an option. And Beattie. No, oh, there's been a Pete foul Sinclair. called off the ball. No foul. I think it would be an offensive foul on that screen action. It was an illegal screen, so yeah, uh, I think that's what they've called there. Schatz is getting her fourth foul, and an offensive one is uh, an important turnover here. They need yeah. to finish strong. That's right. Capitals will be looking to convert this one and push the lead out to almost a 20-point difference. Um, five minutes to go. Abrams driving around the arc, then goes inside to Beatty. Beatty! Oh! Francis! I thought that was all ball there, but the referee under the basket has seen it different. Yeah, I think they've caught a substantial body contact down low, so that's where the initial contact occurred. So, Tracy Beatty will go to the foul line. One-handed or two-handed shooting tonight? Two-handed shooting tonight from Beatty. Is she going to continue? Yeah, she yep. sets up with the two hands and it's all been net. all net. Yeah. It's certainly been an improvement. She's seven points to the game with a shot to come. 81 plays 63. Had minute, minute, sorry, limited minutes tonight, but it's oh. done a good job when she's been out there. Oh. Francis does the rebounding. She makes one from two, gives it off immediately to Esri. Esri, Hurst watching her, goes, oh, Hurst gets a hand in there. Esri didn't lose the dribble too badly. Goes right side to Langford, then back off to Martin. Martin again to Esri. Esri, oh, goes long. Good, good screen that time by Manu. She'll get it, driving hard to the basket, but just a little bit too hard as she went for the layup. Bibby, downtown. Oh, kicks it back to Hurst. Hurst had an eternity to set up then, but goes to Abrams, inside to Sinclair, back out to Abrams, kicks it right side to Hurst. Screen set by Beatty. Hurst dumps nice off pass. at the... Uh, oh. oh, unfortunately, Pete Sinclair couldn't get that one to drop. Yeah, she dumped it off at the charity stripe there, gave it to Sinclair. Sinclair couldn't get it to drop. So, Esri now, right side, over to Martin, into the corner is Francis. She's just a step inside the three-point arc. Bibby's got a piece of her arm. Ball's gone over the baseline, but they've said no, she touched the ball instead. Yeah, it was that skin-coloured ball. That was the one. Yeah. And Manu sits down as Tolo comes back out for the AIS. 81 plays, 63. 18 points, the biggest lead for the Capitals so far. Inbound pass, Esri. Oh, she was unchallenged then. Tolo got a hand on the rebound, but it went into the Capitals, and Hurst brings it back for them now. Kicks it to the centre. Abrams drives the left lane. Rejected by Tolo. So Tolo also grabbing some stats right across the park she tonight. She is. She is. You know, that was smart defence there. She used her body, kept her body um, in position well and was able to get a big hand on that and get a shot block. 
Inbound as Dalgleish gets her first minutes. 3.28 to go for the game. Hurst back to Dalgleish. Sounds like an old cannons game as she shot is just short as she got herself caught too far under the basket. Langford oh, though. Steal. Well, yeah, she picks up a steal, so that's one that's going in the stat sheet this week as Bibby comes across. So she's going to try and make up for it now as over the top goes to Bibby. Beatty gets it. Oh, Dalgleish fakes the three, kicks it back to Bibby. Newly watching her. Beatty gives her the screen, then puts up the jump shot. Tapped away by Francis. Newly comes up with it, and Newly will bring it down the left wing. Goes down further, gives it to Langford. Put on the three-point arc, but nails it in all the same. Langford, eight points for the game. 81-65, we're back to a 16-point ball game. Yeah, the AIS are hanging in tough. I mean, two and a half minutes to go, it's a big ask. Um, probably almost an impossible one, but they're playing this game out, which is good to see. Well, the thing is, the ARS are five team fouls, Capitals one. Mm. So, oh, oh Carla yeah. Francis drops the ball onto her foot. Dalgleish comes up with it, and it will be Hurst who will bring it back for the Capitals now. So, yeah, the AIS use both their timeouts and also five fouls already given away. It's a big ass. Oh, Beatty has just crashed into Esri and no one bothered to blow the whistle. So it will be Langford in and uh, that's... No, Dalglish is saying Sinclair's coming off. So it's uh, good to see... Um, good to see Dalgleish getting a bit more court time here as Francis just uh, jinks and weaves down the court. The lob pass, Newey, well, she thought Newey was going to the corner. Unfortunately, Newey cut back then and it was not a, uh, a successful pass. In yeah, the end. I just hope that the AIS don't drop their heads here and, and not play this game out because they've done a really good job for the entire time. So it'd be disappointing if they... Dalgleish gets the pass into Bibby. Bibby drops it onto a foot. Esri just couldn't quite go after it hard enough and it's over the sideline. Dean Kingsman not happy with that result. Bibby to inbound the ball for the Capitals. Over the top, it's Beatty goes to Bibby. Oh, she loses the handle on it. Esri now has Hurst running her down. She kicks it over to Newey and Newey. Well, as an almost an alley-oop. It almost was. And it's good to see them following each other up and getting the conversion. Carrie Graff's not happy. They've been very sloppy, the Capitals, the last minute or so. So I'm sure she's going to call them in and talk to them about that. 81-67 with 1 minute 33 left to go on the game clock. The Capitals leading by 14 after they got out to an 18-point lead at uh, some stages throughout the final term. They're fighting it through, but the AAS certainly not disappointing in their attempt, in no. their attitude tonight. No, and they've had a good start to the season. A two-point win over the Dandenong Rangers last week. A very um, commendable performance tonight against the the Transact Capitals, so, you know, they'll be pleased with the start to their season, and they're showing, showing some really good signs, you know, there's some players out there that have really stepped up and gone at um, the Capitals, so that's good to see. From the Capitals' perspective, you know, I think Graffy will be having um, some concerns about the foul trouble that players are getting into. We had um, both Tracy Beattie and Abby Bishop, excuse me, um, getting to foul trouble this week, and Abby's actually fouled out. She played well with the fouls when she got them, but you just don't want your big players to be getting into foul trouble early in a game and having to adjust what you, you know, what you're doing and what have you. So, 
Abrams will restart the ball from the side for the Capitals. The inbound pass goes to Hurst. Esri watching her. Lewis watching Abrams, who gets the pass now at the top of the arc. Goes to Bibby. Bibby almost loses the handle on that as Newley is going after her. Bibby drives the baseline, puts it into the underside of the ring, stacks on the mill, and the AIS don't have the arrow. Okay, that's the arrow. I was thinking there's the timeout indicator. <laughs> it's the uh, arrow on the bench. So it will switch over now as the Caps will see the ball in from the baseline. Over the two, Hurst Abrams at the baseline. It was Beattie. She goes after it. Newly keeps it in. Gives it to Esri down the left wing. Esri kicks it on to Tolo, who, oh, she tried to outlet pass it over to Lewis. She lost the handle on it and just ran through Kelly Abrams, who is, um, Kelly Abrams has just, uh, had to pick herself up off the floor. <laughs> and, uh, now she's gonna do the, uh, do the shammying as well. Look, you really, um, you know, it's unfortunate. You don't want to be giving your big girls the ball in the middle of the court like that in transition and putting them under that kind of pressure. I mean, she was always going to struggle um, to up. do anything with that. Yeah, you know, a little bit of a hospital pass there, but they'll learn, and that's what this is all about. Hurst brings the ball down the right wing, kicks it back to Abrams now, who's set up with uh, less than a minute now, 51 seconds. Back inside to Hurst. She backs away. Hurst goes back to Beattie. BDO rejected by Tolo that time as Ironmonger's back into the game for the AIS. Gets it off to the half to Newley. Bibby watching her closely. Lewis now still too far up for a three-point attempt. Esri, Hurst watching her, going to on ball on the floor. Oh, she looked to go to Lewis. Lewis moved on her though. So she had to go through Tolo to get to Lewis. Lewis's three-point attempt is, re, is off the iron and Beattie will bring it down. Gives it off to Bibby. Beattie and Bibby working together here. The two imports, one from Melbourne, one from South Australia. Hurst with the ball on the floor. Esri leaning on her. Hurst now just trying to work. Gets a screen from Beattie. Pull-up jump shot from just outside the lane. Doesn't drop. Ironmonger does the rebounding. And now it is all over. The AIS have uh, been valent in defeat tonight. But it's the Canberra Transat Capitals. 2-0 for the season. 81 67, they take the victory here at the training hall. A hard-fought win, but a good win for them. That's what they need to be doing. Is lots of players playing lots of minutes, which is good too, getting some um, exposure to each other and trying to get um, settled into some sort of rhythm in the various groups. So it's, that's good to see. You know, it's a good win. The Capitals didn't do that one easily, but they've done it and they were persistent. So that was a, a promising start. We've got, next week we've got Perth, I believe. Perth and Bulleen. AAS take on Perth. Perth on Friday night at 6pm. The Capitals take on Bulleen at 8pm, both at the AIS Arena. And then on Saturday, two a double-header of double-headers <laughs> here in the nation's capital because it'll be the AIS versus Bulleen up against the uh, Perth Lynx, the Capitals at 8pm. Mm-hmm. 81-67, the score tonight is Coach Dean Kingsman just has a chat to his AIS girls after they have finished a... Well, a valiant effort. 14 points in the end. It got out to 18 points in the in 
throughout that quarter. Yep. So it showed that they had some fighting spirit about them and Absolutely. brought it back. And they can keep their heads high this week in training, knowing that they have uh, taken now both grand finalists right down to the last year's grand finalists right down to uh, the final term before they were sure to have wrapped it up. That's right. They did. They they played the game out, and that's that's really promising for the AIS. They've had a very good start to the season. Caps already going through their warm downs. The white uniform for away looks good. It does. It looks good. I'm surprised. I wouldn't have thought that I'd like the white uniform, but they've actually got a really nice design, so it's good to see. And interestingly enough, they've brought the white out after Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's more in the United States to worry about than, than here, but in this part of the world, Labor Day is on the first of, or the first weekend in October. So... At the training hall, we'll hear from some of the players and the coaches ahead of our final wrap-up tonight. This is the Capitals Radio Network on sportradio.com.au. For Kelly Abram, it wasn't over until that last quarter for you, the AS really working hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we you know, tend to lose and get caught up in momentum a little bit and, um, you know, that really hurt us as well as, you know, our defence, we, we didn't contain well enough in the second second half. It's still breaking down a little bit right throughout the game. Yeah, I think, you know, our lack of communication hurts us a little bit and, and I think we've got to go away and work on that this week in preparation for Perth and, um, and our other game next week. One thing about the AS, they've been playing together for a while now and they're very quick to change things that aren't working so you have to adjust offensively quite quickly as well. Yeah, I mean, credit to Dean. He's, he's got a lot to do with those girls and, um, you know, they've made a, a massive improvement from two weeks ago. So You have to do the leadership out there as captain and now 19 points equal with Jess Bibby. You're having to score it and do the rebounding. You're going to have to talk these girls up. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I wasn't overly happy with my offensive game tonight and... Um, you know, I guess, you know, we certainly need to keep working with our bigs and, and getting them out of foul trouble because that really hurts us. And, you know, we need those guys to step up and be more contributors in offence too. Well, all the best as you get set for a doubleheader next week. Thank you. Well, Dean Kingsman, another good fighting performance from your girls tonight. And uh, you can tell that they're really working well together because you've been able to change things around very quickly and have them work straight away. Yeah, certainly. Like, we're really pleased with our effort levels and we're pleased with, our, with the contest that we give. I just think the difference between the two groups is just that little bit of maturity at the right times to be able to make the right plays. And for us, that's a great thing for us to be able to learn from that. And we talked a little bit about this last year, but our team this year is a team that will compete for 40 minutes. And importantly, when you look at the game, the Capitals pulled you out to 18 points. At the end of the game, you pulled them back to 14. That does show that the girls were just never giving up, even though the uh, game was just starting to slip away. Oh, look, you know, we, we talked about it. I think through the course of the game, there were three or four occasions we got it to 11. We just couldn't make that next play to get it to single figures. And, and we had them in foul trouble, um, you know, with a bit more scoreboard pressure of going back-to-back baskets. In those situations, it's a whole new ball game. They were smart enough to be able to come up and make that next play to get to 13 to 15 and stop our run again and we keep fighting to get back in it. But, uh, you know, I, I'm pleased with what we're doing and, and our girls are, uh, you know, working hard at it and they're definitely, definitely on the right track. Carly Francis showed us stuff last year. Again tonight she did and we've seen a, a new girl in your program really step out of the shadows there in uh, Marianne Tolo. Look, Marianne Tolo doesn't really know how good she could be at this game. She, she really has only been playing for about three years and... And in the time that she's been with us, she's made significant games. And she's, she'll be a standout player. Uh, given that she stays healthy and, she, and, and she uh, keeps developing the way she is, you know, I don't like to say it too often, but she's a future Opal player. 
And, of course, uh, Jamie Kennedy, a disappointment losing her during the week. Yeah, it uh, really was. Uh, look, Jamie's, uh, you know, they talk about spiritual leaders, and she's one that gives us a lot of energy and a lot of hustle, and, and we really missed her in the rotation. Um, hopefully she'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. You know, who knows with a back problem, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, definitely missed her, uh, her uh, tenacity and intensity out on the floor. Well, you're out on to Bulleen and Perth, and you'd be hoping that that sort of performance will be able to keep you right in the game and maybe steal a couple of wins before the end of next week. Well, we, yeah, we, we're starting to believe that we can put ourselves in a position to win these, and it's not getting ahead of ourselves because the girls at some point in time are playing in the league. It's tough for them, but they got it. They, they're starting to believe that they can get it done. And our performance tonight shows that we can hang around, we can hang in there with a bit different execution and, uh, and a few other plays that we finish. You know, we're going to get closer to it. Well, all the best for the uh, preparations next week. Thanks very much. Well, Grappy, another disjointed start in defence there, but you get the win, but you're going to have to work on those bigs because uh, they're just racking up way too many fouls. Yeah, look, it's tough. I mean, I think, you know, it's going to take time for them to adjust. The, the referees called it really tight at the start and then down the stretch. Against physical as all hell, so that doesn't help us. You know, we haven't got the depth in the post right now until Lophagen gets here. But you know, it's going to take time for them to adjust. You know, they're used to playing a certain style. They're big and physical, and it's just a matter of us, you know, working on some you know post-defensive adjustments and them adjusting to not fouling. And um, we've got to keep them in the game. I mean, I think Bishop would have had could have been MVP if she didn't have to sit with fouls. Well, I said to Kel Abrams, she's having to do it all, lead the team do the defensive work and now open up, light it up with 19 points. Yeah, look, I think she was the MVP. I think she played great pressure defence. You know, she got in the lanes, shook it loose a lot, hit some big shots, some big threes to, to break open the momentum, finished with her penetrations. I mean, that, that's what she can do. I think if she plays that, that way all season, she can push her way into an opal squad when it blows out. Yeah, yeah, she said to me last week, you thought they'd steal a few wins. They got Dan in on last week and they certainly took you guys all the way. Yeah, look, I, think, I mean, they're going to do that. You know, with a bit of confidence under their belt, they've got good size. Um, you know, they've got a good mix of inside-out games. They will get some wins as they, you know, you can't, you can't, they're not a 20 or 30-point blowout team as much anymore. I think they have a, a better understanding and momentum. And, you know, come the end of the season, they're going to push some teams when it's playoff time. And, of course, next week, two, a double-header for you. First up against Pauline and then that mean uh, first. Yeah, look, that's going to be a great test for us. So, you know... Excuse me, both teams like us are a lot different, a different looking teams from last year, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, we played fully in the preseason and we're going to try and come away with two wins. I mean, we're at home, which is a positive. We'll have another week together, this group, to make some adjustments. And, yeah, we've got to go into that, you know, trying to see if we can get both of those wins. All this way. Thanks, mate. Having the first game back on the home court, and you had some pretty big plays in there. Unfortunately, fouled out at the end, but uh, that sort of happens. Yeah, no, it was a good game. Um, like you said, unfortunately fouled out in the fourth quarter, but that was due to some silly um, reaching in fouls, which I've got to adjust as a referee. But I think I played pretty well overall and did my thing. So, yeah. Two months ago, this was your home court. You can now come here as a visitor. How was the reception? I was a bit nervous at the start, but um, I just, like, I got into it pretty well. And, yeah, it was good having, like, more Canberra crowd than more AIS. But, yeah, I liked this home court at AIS, and it was good to come back. And getting ready now for Bullen and Perth. Yep, yep, we should be training hard this week. We've got a lot of work to do on our defence, so um, hard week of training and hopefully another two wins on the weekend. All the best. Thank you.
Well, so welcome back to World Champion Tally Bevelac. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, firstly, on the World Championship. Thank you very uh, much. Fantastic effort by you and all the girls. It was unbelievable and lots of lots of great memories and uh, definitely look back on all the photos, you know, and um, it's something that, yeah, it's going to, you know, I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. Now, back in the Caps uniform and a, and a very different looking outfit. I know, I didn't really get much time to, uh, to celebrate the, the, the Opals win, but, um, you know, it's, it's, that's the basketball world. It, you know, as a professional, you um, go from one thing to the next. And so now I've got to change my mindset and, and, you know, just focus now on what I have to do for the Capitals and as well as, you know, be smart with my body a little bit because I have had a pretty pretty tough six months. Um, Excuse me, this is the girl that yeah. threw herself into her teammates at the bench, threw herself to. into the first row at the uh, AIS end and down at I the know. Capitals end. I try and tell myself, well, you know, I've just come back from all this just to ease my way back in, but you know when you get out of the court, it's it's too hard to hold back, and if I hold back, then I might as well be on the bench. So, um, But I'm still, you know, during, during practice sessions and, um, and, and that I, I still just try and give myself a little break and... Um, and hopefully just refresh the body and stuff and get ready for when, you know, next week it, start, it really starts to crank up for us with the doubleheader against Perth and Boleyn and, and then we hit some, some of the top teams. Of course, you have to uh, you have to balance so many things. And on top of that, you've been doing a bit of recruiting for the club, getting <laughs> yeah. uh, Jackie over here. Well, you know, that actually came as a surprise to me. I um, I didn't know anything about that, and uh, but it was a pleasant surprise. I haven't seen Jackie since, you know, the Portland Fire folded back in 03, so... Um, you know, it's, it's been unfortunate circumstances for her, though, um, over the years since then with injuries. Um, so I'm really excited for her to come back and, and hopefully just, for one, get back into the game that she loves. And she's very excited to do whatever she can to help this club. And hopefully at the same time we can help her get back on the court and have a successful comeback. And how hard is it to adjust? when you Because you're going mm. from program to program. Mm. You come into the Caps, what, three days before the first game. Mm. You then go over, and I suppose you have about a month, I think, before mm. you start in WNBA. And then you're dropping in and out of the, uh, the defence job open side. Sure. Um, I mean, this has been really difficult, I guess, because of the, the unbelievable high that we've, you know, that some of us have just come off. And just with the amount of travelling, too, that we've done. And so, I mean, it does take a little time just to get the legs I mean, it's been nearly two weeks now, and, and hopefully next week I'll start to feel, you know, my legs kick in again and, and start to feel like a 21-year-old running up and running up and down the court. But um, it does take a little bit of time, and, you know, I'm really thankful that my teammates really understand and, and Coach Graf understands everything um, that I'm going through physically and, and it's helping me out a lot to ease my way back into it. Well, you're 2-0 at the start of the season. And that's exactly what we wanted to be at. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you so much. Well, Michelle, a lot of very happy girls in uh, that Capitals lineup after a hard-fought 81 to 67 victory at the training hall. Yeah, and you know they've got good reason to be happy. They're two, two and zip start of the season. Um, that's exactly the position they probably wanted to be in. Um, you know, a new group. They're learning to play with each other. Um, you know, people coming into the into the program later. Tully's an example of that, you know. So given all those factors, to be two and zip, they've got to be pretty happy with that kind of result. Probably didn't play um, the game that they would have hoped to have played tonight, but, you know, full credit to the AAS. They made it difficult for them. Um, and, you know, lots of things they can work on during the week. So it's all positive and it's all going forward from here. Well, looking at the stats, uh, I know a couple of things really caught your eye in those uh, stats at the end of the game. And uh, it was all about turnovers and then... Some really big plays in the defensive end 
particularly for the AIS with block shots. Well, that's right. You look at the um, AIS stats to start with, and the thing that stands out is 31 turnovers for the game. You know, that's really just far too many. You'd be wanting to halve that at least um, throughout the rest of the season. The other thing is they came up with 11 block shots. They've got some big players out there, so that's good to see. That's going to create some problems for some um, teams out there. Um, the other stat that uh, that stands out for me is um, Canberra Capitals shooting percentage from the three point range two from 14 and it took until the fourth quarter for them to nail them um, and it was Kelly Abrams who nailed both of them they've gone from shooting 50% from three point line last week yep, yep to um, you know Friday. two from 14 this week so that's something that I'm sure they'll be thinking about they also got out rebounded by the AAS now the AAS are bigger but at the same time, you would expect that um, the Capitals will be wanting to focus on that this week at training because there are a couple of occasions where they really just, you know, it was a mental breakdown and they just didn't do the job that they needed to do to keep them off the boards. Well, they won three out of the four quarters tonight. The third quarter was 14 points apiece, but the Capitals 30 to 18 in the first quarter, 21 to 20 in the second quarter, 14 apiece in the third, and then one point win in the fourth quarter mm. gave them a 14 point victory at the end of the game in fact that's wrong the game, yeah it gave them a 14 a point, point victory yep. at the end of the game so it was a uh, well it was a good effort but still they're not at their best that's right and I, re I guess really you know that first quarter has set them up to win the game had they not had that sort of start who knows what the result might have been at the end at the end of um of the four quarters but um you know the the Capitals will be reasonably happy with the way they went tonight. I think they've got some work to do, as I said, um, on perhaps some three-point shooting this week. They need to work on that. Some of their offensive um, continuity is not good. They look like they stagnate offensively at times, particularly when the AAS were mixing up their defence. The other problem they've got is that they're getting some players in some foul trouble, and that's you know, against a team like the AAS, you can probably go to your bench a lot, um, which they did tonight, but they might not have that luxury when you come up against some of the better quality, um, more experienced and more mature um, WNBL teams. Well, Michelle, it's been a pleasure to work with you again here on the Capitals Radio. Thanks for your time. You'll be joining us next week as we bring you four games on sportradio.com.au. It's the AAS up against Perth first up, then the Caps versus Bulleen, followed by the AAS versus Bulleen and the Caps versus Perth. Funny how that works out. <laughs> Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday action here on sportradio.com.au. But it was the Capitals tonight victorious in the seventh game of the Defence Jobs WNBL. They sit 2-0 at the top of the... Defence Jobs WNBL table and the AAS sitting 1-1 one one after round 2 action. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig River wishing you a very good evening.